Hello again, and welcome to the English Vocabulary Help Podcast. I want to help intermediate and advanced English learners build their vocabulary. My name is Kayla. I'm an English teacher here in America, and I teach students young and old English from just about everywhere in the world. I teach English online. You can follow me on social media at English with Kayla on Facebook and Instagram. And to check out some more free learning resources, visit my website, EnglishWithKayla.com. All right, today's podcast is all about personality traits. Now, let's start talking about what a personality means. The English word personality describes how you act. It describes how you think. So if you say, my personality is good, that's a very basic sentence. So today we're going to go into more advanced or intermediate words rather than just saying good. Because if you have a good personality, that tells someone you're pleasant to be around, but it doesn't tell anyone what you're like. So let's learn 16 new words and phrases today to help you describe others' personality. Before we get into today's lesson, make sure to please give me a rating and review on today's podcast if you found it useful. All right, let's start with our first word. The first word is happy-go-lucky. When we call someone happy-go-lucky in English, it means they're very cheerful and happy. If you are happy-go-lucky, you don't really tend to worry about potential problems, and you think things will work out for the best. So the happy-go-lucky type people go around, they're very pleasant, they're very cheerful, but they won't really address problems. Say there is a problem, say there is a problem at work, They would be the type of person that would just pretend that it's not there, keep working, just smile, and move on. Happy-go-lucky people are fun to be around because they have little stress, but they may, again, deny that there's actual problems or a conflict. The second type of person we'll talk about today is a perfectionist. Perfectionist. If you are a perfectionist, You are a person who wants everything in your life to be perfect or done with no error. So if you see someone just meticulously organizing things, making sure they're straight, color-coordinated, they're sorting them smallest to largest, you could say, wow, you are really a perfectionist. Perfectionists will often achieve all A's in school, and they really strive to get 100% on everything, every test they take, every piece of homework. We talk about perfectionists in school a lot. Someone who is a perfectionist will be upset or stressed if their house is a mess or disorganized. So they may say, oh my goodness, my house is a mess. And you'll look and you'll say, I see maybe, you know, one piece of clothing on the floor. (laughs) A perfectionist would consider that a huge mess. So, don't be too much of a perfectionist because it might stress you out. Our third word we'll talk about today is enthusiastic. This is another adjective that you would describe someone who is, again, very cheerful, very excited. So, instead of just saying, you're very excited, a better word to use is enthusiastic. 
An enthusiastic person would be excited to do their work every day. So maybe they show up to the office with a large smile on their face. They have brought morning coffee for everybody. That's generally what an enthusiastic person will be like. Another example, if you're enthusiastic about learning, you will be reading books, you'll go to school every day, and you'll just be super happy and excited. Let's talk about the opposite of this word. The opposite of enthusiastic is unenthusiastic. So if you're enthusiastic, that means you're excited, you're excited about life, you may also be optimistic. Optimistic is another way to describe a person. It's another adjective in English, optimistic. A common way to describe optimism or being optimistic is someone who is optimistic sees the glass half full instead of half empty. This is actually quite a popular saying here in the United States. Someone will say, are you a glass half full or half empty type person? Now, it's just a metaphor. We're talking, just pretend there's a glass of water. And you fill it and then you stop before it's full. <laughs> Do you say, oh, that gl glass is half empty or that glass is half full? It's the same glass. It looks the same, but we're saying optimistic people will be like, oh, it's half full. I'll take that glass. And a pessimistic, which is our next word, a negative person would say, oh, that glass is half empty. And they'll see the negative part of the glass isn't quite full. Let me know if you have this type of metaphor saying in your country. Hopefully that explanation made sense. So if you're an optimist, you choose to see all the positive aspects in life. You see the glass half full. So an optimistic person may not even be sad on a rainy day. They'll say, oh, I'm glad it's raining because it will help the flowers grow. That would be a very optimistic point of view. So basically, you're choosing to see positive things. The opposite of an optimistic person is a pessimistic person. So let's talk about pessimistic or pessimism. Or if we're talking about the person, we'll say pessimist. Pessimist. A pessimistic person is a person who sees mainly the negative aspects in life. Unlike an optimistic person, a pessimistic person will see the glass half empty. So those two words, optimistic, mean positive, happy. Pessimistic means sad and negative. So generally, we want to be optimistic. We want to see the good things in life. Okay, my next word for you is kind of a slang word, kind of a joke that you would call a pessimistic person. And the word is Debbie Downer. Now, there's a popular show in the United States. It's filmed in New York with many famous comedians. It's called Saturday Night Live. And there's a character on there that's the Debbie Downer. So every time the family and friends are hanging out, they're having so much fun, she points out something negative going on. She'll say, they'll say, ooh, this cake is really good. These cookies, this ice cream is good. And she'll say, it's not good for you. That's a Debbie Downer. So it's kind of a funny joke. You could call your friend a Debbie Downer just to be funny. But be careful who you call a Debbie Downer. 
It's just the name of someone who is very negative or pessimistic. So Debbie is a first name. And a downer is something that we generally call, like, it brings the mood or how you feel down. It makes it sad. So we put those together, and it sounds good to have the two words that start with a D together. Debbie Downer. All right, so hopefully you're not friends with any Debbie Downers because they'll make you sad. <laughs> Let's talk about another important quality in friends. And the quality is called loyalty. So you could describe a person by saying they are very loyal. They have a loyal personality. Um, in the United States, we talk about our pets. We love our pets here. I think that's different than many places in the world. And if we talk about pets, we talk about a pet dog being very loyal. Their personality is to just follow their owner, to protect their owner, to always cheer up their owner when they're sad. So if you have a very loyal friend, it means that friend would never talk badly about you, no matter who they're talking to. They would never gossip or tell your secrets. That would be a very good friend. A loyal friend is a good friend. And you could also be loyal to a political party, like whoever is the president in your country you could be loyal to meaning you're supporting them, you're going to vote for them, you're going to support their decisions for your country or your government. And it would be hard to convince you that they are not a good candidate or not a good president. The opposite of loyal is disloyal. Our next word is overachiever. So this word reminds me a bit of a perfectionist. Although I would say perfectionist has a bit of a negative connotation because there are people that just can't leave things with a small error that most people wouldn't notice. So overachiever would be a very kind thing maybe to call someone. So an overachiever, it's two words, over and achiever. If you achieve something, you reach a milestone or you complete a goal. So... If you overachieve, it means you achieve more than what you needed to do. So, for instance, an overachiever may not only just pass the test, they'll get 100% or even 110% on the test. We have something known as extra credit here in the United States. So maybe the teacher says, you don't have to do it, but you'll get extra points for it. An overachiever would definitely do that. They would get their extra credit. Overachievers will put great effort into the task they are given, and they will do more than what's expected. The opposite of an overachiever is underachiever. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Skeptical. Skeptical. So skeptical is an interesting word. You can look at someone skeptically, 
You can watch something and be skeptical about it. You can call someone a skeptic. If you are skeptical, you won't believe something without really good evidence or someone persuading you. For instance, if you told a skeptical person that they should eat something because it's good for them, they would ask tons of questions, they would do research about the food, they would ask four more people about their opinion, and then maybe they would choose to eat it. So they're like, I don't know if you're telling the truth, so they're going to do their own research. Skeptical people will always question you, like if you do something nice for a skeptical person, be like, oh, I brought you coffee this morning. And they're like, why are you being nice to me? So they'll question you. They think that maybe you're being too nice. And they'll be like, what do they want to get from me? They think that you have another motive. Even if you're just being nice and you just brought the person coffee. <laughs> that being said, being skeptical is not a bad thing. And sometimes it's just an important quality to be skeptical of those around you. Don't believe everything that somebody tells you. Alright, so this brings us again to the opposite of skeptical, which is gullible. Let me say that word. It's kind of a fun English word to say. Gullible. Starts with a G. So if someone is gullible, they believe things too easily. So if you told a person, I saw a flying rocket ship with aliens outside. They would say, oh, really? And you'd be like, no, you're too gullible. You could basically tell the person anything and they'll just believe it. So that being said, calling someone gullible is not very kind. So be careful with that. Um, A funny joke that we say to people if we're trying to tell them that they're gullible, meaning they believe things too easily, was we'll say, hey, I saw gullible written on the ceiling. And then they would look up at the ceiling And obviously, gullible isn't written there. The fact that you said that and they believed it makes them gullible. So again, just be careful. It's slightly insulting to call someone gullible. You're basically questioning their intelligence or calling them stupid. All right, friends, we've made it to our 11th word today. Hopefully, you have learned some new terms that will help you describe others' personalities. And hopefully, they're new words. And remember, you need to keep repeating words, keep studying, bring them into your everyday life. Who do you know that's gullible? Who do you know that's pessimistic? Who do you know that's optimistic? Picture these things. It will help you remember the words. Our 11th word is observant. This is another great adjective to describe someone. And I would say it usually has a positive connotation with it. So if you are observant, you will notice small details or changes easily. So for instance, if you come into work and you had just gotten a haircut the day before, not everyone will notice it. Not everyone will say, oh, did you get a haircut? Maybe just one or two people will say something. Or maybe you got a new pair of shoes. And not everybody looks at your shoes. But the person that looks at your shoes and said, hey, you got some new shoes. You would say, wow, you are very observant. Observant means you observe small details. The opposite of observant is unobservant. So an unobservant person would be very oblivious to things. 
Number 12, judgmental. Someone who is judgmental is quick to make up their mind about something or someone. It's not necessarily a good thing to be judgmental in general. If someone is judgmental, they will make a decision quickly about somebody or something just based on one small piece of information. So they won't wait to see the whole picture or get to know someone. So generally, like, a judgmental person might judge another person's parenting. So if you see a mom and her baby's crying, you might look at her and say, wow, she's not a very good mom. That would be incredibly judgmental and probably not true. So make sure you're not being judgmental. Make sure you're being open-minded or non-judgmental, which is the opposite of judgmental. All right, guys, I have another word for you. This is a great word to use. Instead of just using the word friendly, like you are very friendly. Friendly is fine, but remember, we want to be advanced, fluent English speakers. So we're going to use a word like personable. Personable. Personable means that you are friendly and you're also very approachable. So maybe you have a person in your life that just seems to make friends so easily. You would call them personable. Personable people have an easy time making friends, have an easy time relating to people, and just having conversation. They're nice to be around. Let's keep going with advanced adjectives. This one's a good one as well. Pragmatic. Pragmatic. If you are pragmatic, you are only concerned with the facts. You are a straight fact person if you are pragmatic. You will base your actions on true experience. So a pragmatic person does what is practical or what is most useful in the situation. So a pragmatic person probably wouldn't believe in fairy tales or myths. They want to know what science says. The opposite of pragmatic is unrealistic or impractical meaning that they'll believe things that won't ever happen and they concern or maybe they're more into theories rather than facts. So you're either a pragmatic person or you're just an impractical person. The next word I really like, we tell children a lot this in the United States, we tell children they are inquisitive. Children always ask why. They ask why, 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 why. Again and again and again and again. If you are inquisitive, you ask many questions and you're curious about everything. So inquisitive is the adjective. Think of it like a quiz, like the person is quizzing you about everything. After a while, sometimes you have to tell inquisitive person, stop asking why, stop asking me questions. The opposite of inquisitive is maybe just disinterested or indifferent. The last adjective that I have for you today is totally one that you would see on the IELTS test. The word is altruistic. Altruistic. So an altruistic person cares so much about other people. They're maybe the type of person that would give to the homeless. They would give a meal to a hungry person. But remember, altruistic people don't care much about themselves, which can be a problem sometimes. So another word for altruistic is selfless. 
but an altruistic person would give their last dollar to someone or their last money to somebody so that they could eat and they would go hungry. So sometimes altruistic can be a fl- altruism, excuse me. Sometimes altruism can be a flaw. Let's review our adjectives, our personality traits today. We had happy-go-lucky, which means cheerful and happy. Perfectionist, someone who wants everything perfect. Enthusiastic, which means excited. Optimistic, which means positive. Pessimistic, which means negative. Debbie Downer, which is slang for a pessimistic person or a negative person. Loyal, which means a very supportive person, or we call our dogs loyal sometimes. It's a good thing. Overachiever, which is someone who will always do more than what they need to do. Skeptical, which means you don't believe things easily. Number 10, gullible, which means you believe things too easily. Observant, which means you'll notice things very quickly in small details or changes. Judgmental, which means you're quick to judge or make a decision about something. Personable, which means very friendly or approachable. Pragmatic, which is a very practical person who's concerned with facts. Inquisitive, an inquisitive person asks many questions. And our last word was altruistic, which is a very selfless and giving person. All right, if you guys enjoyed this episode today, make sure to head to englishwithkayla.com. I'll leave the link to my lesson on personality traits so you can go read it and make sure you remember these vocabulary words. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at English with Kayla. And thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Good luck learning English.